Welcome back, everybody. We needed to take a pause in the movie aspect of things and review Squid Game because that's all anybody can talk about right now. It's all over my Facebook. It's all over everywhere. I can't get rid of it if I tried. So I... I mean, I was excited to watch it because of the other show that we had watched, Alice in Borderland. Yeah. It's very similar mm-hmm. to that. It is. I binge-watched the whole episode, in, or the whole season, in a day. Of Alice? Uh, no, of Squid Games. Oh. It, I just couldn't stop once I started. Now, did you watch it in Korean, or did you watch it in English? Of course, Korean. All yeah. the way. I don't like when the voices don't match up with the lips. Me too. And everybody, the fuck out of me. everybody else who's come up to me has been like, "Have you watched it? Have you watched it?" And like, "All right, I just started. Calm down." Mm-hmm. Um, but how are you watching it? Oh, I'm watching it with the English. No. Ew. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna judge you. That's weird. You can't right. read. Right. Is reading, reading. Right. Is reading too hard for you? Multitask. Read and watch. Read and watch. Right. Well, I watch everything with subtitles, so it's easy for me. I watch a lot of Japanese stuff with subtitles, so... I watch a lot of Korean TV, actually. <laughs> I do. They just do it better. I just think it's... They have better game shows. They do have better game shows, that's Their shit's for sure. funny as fuck. Yeah, it is. I kept seeing this one meme of um, that Japanese game show where they, like... It's like Wipeout, but way more intense. Okay. And people were saying that's the OG Squid Games. <laughs> I was I was dying because if you've seen that episode, they get fucking rocked. Yeah. Now I do want to let everybody know that this is going to be a very spoiler heavy episode. So if you have not seen Squid Game, I wouldn't continue listening until you are done. Or if you don't care about watching Squid Games, that's true. No pressure. None. It's good. You should watch it. Yeah, in Korean. But no pressure. There's pressure. Yeah. You have to watch it. (laughs) So what I really loved is how this show opens with the black and white narration of, like, a childhood memory. Of them playing this game that makes absolutely zero sense. No, no, no. It makes perfect sense if you listen to how it's described. (laughs) It sounds very fun. Does it? There's hopping involved and tagging and running through people. Yeah, it's... Fun. Very, very strange. And anything goes, because he distracted him and won. That's true. So no rules, other than the base rules. So anyway, after you see the old game that's being played, it brings you to Gihan and Sungwoo? Are they together Um, at that point? No, it's Gihan just eating in his house, and his mom is like, here, here's some money, it's your daughter's birthday... Take her out. Take her out to food. But he's got a huge gambling problem. Yeah, and he's like, oh, this isn't enough money. Meanwhile, you li- you see their house. They're poor. Well, yeah. You know, he's just drowning in debt, and he needs to find a way to make money, and he comes across this guy. He's like, oh, let's play a game. It was, again, another game that I've never seen before. You had to, like, throw this envelope down, this puffy envelope down on the ground, and it had to flip yeah. over. They called it, like, a... I think they did call it an envelope, actually. Yeah. So you just had to keep smacking it onto the ground, and it had to flip over. And each time you lost, he, like, slapped you in the face, which was so funny. Yeah, it was either pay him 100,000 won... Or... Or... Slap. Yeah. <laughs> And he has no money, so So, he's getting slapped the fuck out of. So he eventually gets it, and he goes to go slap the guy, but he... He forgot it was all about money, and he just wanted to hit the fucking guy so badly. He then gets this card to call a number to go to take part in the games. He does call, and they pick him up, and it was very weird, because there were so many other people in the car that picked him up, Yeah. And but they're all sleeping, and you're like, hmm, that's odd, are they all just going to come to life? So he sits down, mm-hmm. and the door closes, and then all of a sudden, all of this gas just comes flooding into the car, yep. and I'm like, oh, well, that makes sense. And then you get to see the mask. Yeah. Very playstation-esque. Yeah. There are three symbols, and we'll get to that a little bit later. 
because you get to kind of figure out what the symbols are. Mm -hmm. It was very strange. It was a very strange feeling. Like, what the fuck is about to happen to these people? They're kidnapped. Right. That's kidnapping. Yes. But Justine... They did not know they were getting put to sleep. No, but Justine is very adamant about how it's not technically a kidnapping. Yes, it is. We'll get... No, but we'll get to that point. So, they all show up on the island. Well, you don't even know it's an island. They they all wake up... up. They all wake up in this room all together in what looks like a big, common, (laughs) general population jail. They're all in these jumpsuits with numbers on them. Which they all got changed, because they weren't in those... They got changed while they were asleep. Mm-hmm. That's a little rapey. A little bit. Like, you know they didn't gender separate. No, no. Definitely not. So they all wake up, and the guy comes out, and he was like, play the game. There's this amount of money. I think it was like, I think that at the end, it ended up being like, what, $45 billion? Um, $43 billion? Four, it was 456 4 billion, four. Four billion five hundred sixty million, right? Hundred okay. million won per player. Okay. And there was four hundred and fifty-six of them. Okay. You know, play the games, win the money. There are the three clauses to sign the contract for the game. Yes. Which was, you have to finish the game. Yes, you can't quit in the middle of a game. You can't. You can't refuse to play. Yes. But the third clause is. If the majority of you vote to stop playing the game, we'll end it, and you can all go home. Yes. That's where Justine runs in, and she's like, well, then it's not kidnapping, then. Because they can choose to leave. (sighs) But I I fight her on it as well, because I'm like, no, they're fucking kidnapped. They don't know where they are. Right. They were changed against their will. Yeah. And they're being held by people with guns. (laughs) That's kidnapping. That's what I'm That's saying. That's 101 kidnapping. That's what I'm saying. With a money reward. Right. Kidnapping. So, everybody signs the contract because all of that money would definitely help all of their debt. Of course, they're all ridiculously in debt. And Gihan sees his friend mm-hmm. in there as well, Sung Woo. Yeah, he meets Sung Woo in there and he's hype because... Song Wu's the guy who got out of the neighborhood. He was the guy who made it out of the ghetto, you know? That's an SNU. Yeah, which is apparently a very prestigious university. I don't know. I don't live there. But it's prestigious enough that he had this big, high-paying job. But you know what? Every time he mentioned that, he would so defensively change the subject super quickly. Yeah. He... You knew... When you see him there, you know he's in debt. Yeah. So you know something. They're all in debt. Otherwise, he wouldn't be there for the money. Exactly. You know, but for some reason, Gihan's like, whoa, like, what are you doing here? (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) So the whole point is that they just have to sit around, or not sit around. (laughs) So the whole point for them to get all this money is to play games and not be eliminated. So the first game that they play is red light green light so when i found that out i'm like like the game we used to play as children loved that game so much yeah we used to play it a lot but like not like this no i mean you learn really quickly that they don't fuck around with these games there's this big ass robot just standing there that's what's playing that's what's the leader i guess or the one who's it yeah if big ass head turns around and says green light and then it'll say red light and it just spins around and if it noticed that you have moved at all there are guns up in like up in the sky so yeah. because what it looks like because it just looks like you're in a big ass playground with the sky above you just shoot you down yeah if you move fucking wild yeah and when they all freaked the fuck out. And then they all just started dropping. Oh my god. I was like, holy shit. Fucking idiots. They're, I think at the end of it, they said like at least half of them yeah. were like dead. It was more than 200 people. 
from like, the first game. Holy shit. Yeah. That slaughter fest? Insane. And then you see Gihan's fucking pinned under a body. Yeah. The craziest part of, from that game is when Ali, or Ali, grabbed him as yeah. he was falling and held him there. Yeah, without moving. Yeah. Either one of them. Fucking crazy. He's strong. Ugh. Like, he's physically really strong and also a really nice guy because he didn't have to do that. No, he did not. He doesn't know him. He doesn't owe him anything. Right. This is a game where you just watched people die. Mm. And he risked his life to catch him. And, I mean, you kind of figure out, like, you know he's going to make it. Because we wouldn't have done that whole fucking first episode with his <laughs> whole, the whole entire life story if he was just going to die. Yes. You know? So twist. That, that would be fucking <laughs> wild. Fucking twist. <laughs> you thought this was the main character? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so you know he's gonna make it, and of course he makes it with like one second to spare. Of course. And all of everybody else that you met that uh, episode makes it as well. All little side stories that like, eh, all right, whatever. The second episode is where it gets. A little boring. The second episode was yeah. boring. Yeah, the second episode you really have to push through. Because they decide, they, they're they like, I can't believe that these are the fucking games. This is fucking ridiculous. Like, I don't want to do any of this. And the one guy was like, the third clause. If we all decide to stop the games, we can all go home. Before the voting started, they told them, okay, that's fine. But then all of that money is going to go to the families of the people that were just killed. Mm-hmm. So it made the vote like 50-50. Exactly 50-50. Exactly, because there was 201 of them left, right? Yes. there were, It was a one-person vote yes. that made the difference. And of course, pers- and they went in reverse order. Yes. And person number one is this old, frail man. Yeah. And Who has dementia from a brain tumor. Right. So, you're just like, what the fuck is he doing in this? Yeah. But his reasoning makes sense when he talked to that guy and he was like, you know, I've got this tumor and I'd rather go out, like, with a lot of money. Yeah. He has no money. He's got nothing. Exactly. So, he was hilarious in the first game. Loved him. He was so fucking happy. Yes. Oh, my God. Man was smiling from ear to ear yeah. as he jogged across dead bodies. Yeah, when he... Planted like that, hands out. (laughs) Fucking crazy. I died when I saw that part. I laughed hard. Um, I was rooting for him so Right. He was the last, he was the deciding factor. And he said to stop playing the game. So everybody went home and that's, you know, you see everybody's life story from the people that you met in the first episode. Song Woo, Ali, Saibok. Right. The girl who was a North Korean defector. Her brother's in the orphanage. Her mom yep. got captured. Um, she wants to buy her brother, essentially. Pretty much. Ali, he's an immigrant. Right. Undocumented. Yes. Not being paid. Nope. You know, he steals money from his boss. Loses a couple fingers. Not good. Yeah. So they're doing really poorly in life. Especially Song Wu. He really... He went from the top to the bottom. Right. And... We learn it's because he was stealing. He was stealing, and he is in so much debt. He's in so much trouble with the, like, the cops are looking for him. I think, like, their version of the FBI was looking for him. Right. When he had his phone turned back on, all those messages that you see. Right. I was like, holy shit, this guy's got nothing to lose. Right. He's on the verge of killing himself. Yeah. In the bathtub, fully dressed. With a toaster, I Did think. Did he have a toaster? I'm assuming. It's always a toaster. Should be. I literally said that at work today. I said, somebody come bring <laughs> me a toaster. See? It's, it's always a toaster with water. It's the quintessential killing yourself. <laughs> uh, bring me a toaster and a puddle. Yeah. A zap, zap. <laughs> But, you know, Song Wu's, he's feeling himself. And right at that moment, he gets a knock on the door, 
and it's another one of those cards yeah. inviting him back to yes. play. And then everyone starts Because getting... that was the clause. Right. You can leave, and then if you want, you can come back. Correct. So everybody starts getting their cards again, and you don't think that certain people will go, but obviously they're going to go. Like, Jihun was on the fence until he sat down with Ilnam for that beer, and Ilnam was like, I'm going to go back. Ilnam is the old man. Yes, he's the old man. Who just so happened to show up in his city. Yes. Coincidental? I think not. Right. You know? It was the driving force that brought him back. Yes. So a good majority of them make it back because they all want that money, and... Who wouldn't? Right. It's a lot of fucking money. So the next game that they play, and I thought it was going to be like, oh, all games that we used to play as children, like, this is going to be cool. They walk into this big open space, and it's a gigantic jungle gym. And I'm oh, like, massive. Whoa. Massive jungle gym. They all have to pick from one of these four shapes, which was a circle, a triangle, a star, and an umbrella. Yes. And they all stood in front of it, and they were given this tin. I'm like, okay... Weird. Weird. Never heard of this game. Right? So then, when they open it, it's this, what looks like a cookie, at first, with a sewing needle (laughs) attached to it. And I'm like, alright, so, what do they have to do? And they had to perfectly cut out their shape with that sewing needle without cracking it or anything turns out it's just melted sugar but they only had an hour i think to do it maybe 30 minutes i think it was 20 minutes maybe Maybe. it couldn't have been that long no i think an hour i feel like it's too long yeah but i think it was like 20 minutes i've never played that game before no but honestly it looks fun does look fun. I want to be sitting there going... Right? And see if I can do it. Yeah, I want to see if I can do it in 20 minutes. And die? I'm wrong. And they're running out of time. Gihan picks it up and turns it around and sees that it's thinner on the other side. So he starts licking it. Deep licking. Yes, it was very pornographic. Oh, it was so provocative. I was like, damn, Gihan. I know why you were married, boy. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) He was digging in there deep. Oh, all right. (laughs) I know. You don't like the flaps. Could have been eating a booty hole, though. That's true. (laughs) Look at me munching butts. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I could think of. Funny. For anybody who doesn't know what that means, we were sitting out to dinner when we were in Florida reminiscing about old stories of me while eating, while out for the birthday dinner. Yeah, And we were talking about how I used to play football with, yes, people, I did. And for one season and one season only. Robert, sports? Yeah. I played them all. Soccer, (laughs) baseball. For a season. I know. Or a game. Yeah. (laughs) Not, no, I made it through the season. You don't like to sweat. No, I I don't like to sweat. Which is why I like swimming. Because you're just wet anyway. Yeah. I can't tell the difference. <laughs> uh, we were telling the story about how I got in trouble when I came home because I called the kid a butt munch. <laughs> and I was sitting next to my mother and I just looked at her and I was like, I got in trouble for calling a kid a butt munch. Look at me now. Munching butt. <laughs> oh, how the dead. tables have turned. I was <laughs> dead. I could not believe that. My brain turned off for a second and then had to reboot. Oh my goodness. Uh, family dinners are hilarious. Yeah, that shit was wild. Every single dinner was wild in Orlando. Every family dinner. Uh, Fucking intense. Well, Guillaume was really going at that cookie. Like, he was munching butts. Like... Mm. And other people saw him, and they were just like, yo, that's That's tight. Good idea. And they start all munching butts. Oh, jeez. Everybody. I I swear to God, I wish I could have been a guard watching this unfold before my eyes. (laughs) Because they're all just like, they gotta be like, what the actual fuck is going on? Mm. Mm Mm-mm. 
it was a crazy game, you know, if your thing cracked or you didn't finish on time, they just shot you right Oof. in the head. Yeah, that first death, he when he fucking went down the slide. My thing is, every single other person is on the floor. You took the time <laughs> to climb <laughs> yeah, up that did. slide <laughs> for what? That I get shit. it, it was for the shot and it was for effect. I get that. But the guy who did it? But come on. He's a real OG. Come on. He's like, I'm going to waste at least 30 seconds of my time climbing this big ass slide. Fucking ridiculous. Because I'm so confident that I can do this. A slide down, victory! Boom! <laughs> so, every single person makes it. Well, every single like main character that you've met at to, up to this point makes it through this game. The ones whose backstories you know. They right. make it. It goes into... So you're like, okay, the next game's gonna be tomorrow when they wake up. No. When this game is over, they underfeed them. People cut in line, so there's not enough food for everybody. The so big Yakuza thug. Right. He's got his gang of dudes. With the fucking weird-ass face tattoo. He's a thug. Yeah. Thug life, you know? Mm. Quick stabber. Yeah. Very quick stabber. He organizes his group. They steal food again, so there's not enough for everybody else. And everyone starts freaking out, and then a fight ensues when they go lights out. Multiple deaths. It was crazy. Very strobe light effect, so if you've got, like, epilepsy problems or anything like that, you can, like, listen to this episode, listen to this, and then you can skip that episode. It was very nerve-wracking. It was. Like, I was feeling for the core group of people. Because, you know, you're like, oh, shit, like, it's going down hard right now. They're all over the place. None of them are near each other. Right. So they've got no immediate protection. And you know the bully wanted to go after the girl. Yeah. So he's targeting her. Mm. But everybody makes it. Yes. And then it moves on to the next game the following day, which is the tug of war. On top of like a 150 foot tower mm-hmm. easily. That was intense. I loved that episode. And not only that, but they're like chained to the rope. So it's crazy. And then when you they, see the first one die. Oh my god, I know. The guillotine just comes down, mm-hmm. snaps the rope, and they just splat to I the I thought ground. they were going to tell them to just let go of the rope and let them fall. Because I didn't see the guillotine at first. and then. But how would they have let go? They're chained to the rope. They're literally handcuffed well, to the rope. That's why I wasn't sure what was going to happen. Yeah. Because you know? that team was hanging on for dear life. Yeah. And then that guillotine came down, and I was like, oof, I was not ready. Mm. So that one guy, I think, survived, and then they shot him. Yeah. Of course, the first team that went was the Thugs team, so they were like, all right, he's safe. Yeah. He had the big team of dudes, because right. he knew what was happening. And at this point, there were 80 people left, because yes. there were four teams of ten, eight teams of ten. Yes. So, by the end of this game, there would be 40 people left. Mm-hmm. So, of course, the next group to go is our group. The favorites. Our favorite group. So, we're like, all right, again, they're clearly going to win because the group that they got up to were extras. Never but seen them before. They did build up the intensity because they had three girls on their team and a frail old man. Yeah. But Ilnam, being the OG he is, is like, yo, I used to play this as a kid. And I won nine out of ten times. Right. I got a strategy. People were like, fuck you, old man. Right. But they finally listened to his strategy. His strategy was a little weird. (laughs) Uh, When they just leaned leaned back at first, I'm like, all right, the fuck is going on? And then they started hopping backwards. That shit's a dance. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, there's a struggle. There's a this. There's a that. And then Sung Woo is like, take three steps forward. And they're like, wait, what? We're being close to the edge. was fighting him yeah but they do and it causes the other team to trip and fall and so they're finally able to pull them um out and they They win yeah they go back to the room they see the thug and his team and he everybody starts to like use the scrap metal to to build like barriers for right Pillow forts. Right, pretty much. You know, sleepover. Um, And everyone's taking watch, and, you know, we're getting story here, story there. 
You know, it's fine. I'm really, I'm here for the games. I'm here for the murder. <laughs> yeah, but it's the story. I it's mean, so good as a whole. I guess it was so well done narratively. You needed this because you see Ji Yun, or yeah, Ji Han, and the old man interacting again. And then the old man doesn't feel good, so he's putting him to bed. Well, it sets you... It it, it does most of that in. for the next game that comes up, which is Marbles. Yeah. Everybody had to pair off, find a partner to play a game of Marbles with. But they didn't know it was Marbles at first. No, they didn't. They just knew that they had to pair off... Which they thought they needed a teammate who was going to work with them. Right. Hence why friends were picking friends. Yes. And then they drop the The, bomb on them. That only one of your teammates can survive. Yeah, and that's what makes Marbles such a hard-hitting episode. Like, our main cast picked each other. Yeah, so... So you know you're losing half of them. But you know what? Fucking finally. Because... (laughs) Obviously, you know that not everybody's going to make it. Yes, that's... This is now episode six, and we still have every single person main cast-wise. Nobody important has died yet. We only have three more episodes to go. Yeah, they had to do it at one point. You knew it was coming, but it's... It doesn't lessen the impact, you know? No. When Song Wu betrays Ali and steals the marbles because he's losing, that betrayal moment, you know... And then even Cybok, her and that girl were bonding. They were telling each other's life stories. That was so sad. When that girl kept saying, oh, when we get out of here, we're going to do this together. And then would realize, oh shit, one of us is dying. Right. The old man was... Dementia's kicking in. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. And he started playing tricks on him. So... He won, and the old man died. That was sad, yes. Ali also died, which was super sad. Yeah, Ali, that one hit me just as hard as Ilmam. Yeah. I loved both of them. They were such kind-hearted individuals. And it made me think of Sangwoo a little less. Yes, 110%. Still sexy as hell. Great strategist. But watching you now yeah now that he showed his true colors which there was hints of those colors in the beginning yes when he knew what the game was and didn't tell anybody and that's picked true. the easiest shape that's true and even you know with the fight and everything like he didn't really help too much in the night fight you know he wasn't he's was looking out for him yeah which respect dude you know he He's an intellectual. He knows not everybody's making it out. Mm-hmm. He's just giving himself his best odds. So after the very sad Marbles episode, there are 16 people left? Well, there were 40 people when that started. No, 20. 20. Because half of them died. More, more than half of them must have died. because Two of them must have... Two pairs also must have not had finished games. Oh, maybe. Or, um, or four pairs must have not had finished games because there were 16 at the end. Because that's how many vests there were. Oh, you're right. There were 16 vests. Yep. So then I guess, yeah, a couple of people didn't make it. They walk into this room and there are vests just sitting on mannequins, numbers 1 through 16. And that's how many people are left. And they're told to go grab a number. Yep. And no further instructions. Yep. Just go grab no a number. Nothing. So everybody grabs their number. Of course, our three main that we care about are the last numbers, 14, 15, 16. Yeah, of course. And which means that they're going last in whatever it is that they have to do. And they walk into this room, and they, they're in the circus. And it's just a long bridge made of glass. Two sides. One side of glass, another side of glass. And you have to pick as you go across which one you want to jump on. And so the two glasses, they're just told, walk across. That's the only objective. They do tell them that the tempered glass that they can stand on will hold two people. Yes. And the other one just fall to die. 
And they have to go in the number that they picked on their vests is yep. the order they go in. and They can't go out of order. No. Can't cross the bridge out of order. Nope. So our heroes in the back are like, oh, well, good. But they only had 20 minutes to do it. Yeah, and you know everybody's going to be nervous because it's instant death. Yeah. From a much higher distance than the tug of war. 100%. Like, it's like double. Like, it's huge. And, you know, it's during this time that we're introduced to the benefactors, I guess. You know, the high rollers. They call them the VIPs. Yeah. They show up. They're in these big, gaudy, gold, sparkly animal masks. Yes. You can't see their face. So they are like the big benefactors that I guess help fund this whole thing. And they come to check out the games and bet on people and do everything. So you kind of get like a behind the scenes of what's happening during these games. Which was cool to see. Yeah. you They're like your typical rich person. They're they're like, I want this and I want that and you better deliver. I paid money for this, blah, blah, blah. Like, these are people's lives and you're just like, I want to get my money's worth and blah. Right. And like, bro, fuck you. Right. It's just absolutely nuts. You also get a really good behind the scenes of what's happening as well because back in episode two, you meet the cop who's looking for his brother who's gone missing and you're like oh great he's one of the people who's in this the game. game right now yeah and he found out some he followed them when they went back the second time and he got on the boat and he's gone to the island and he killed one of the people who was one of the lower levels and he infiltrated the system basically and has been giving us behind-the-scenes footage every now and then per episode, which is fine. Um, it's cool to see. Yeah. It's kind of cute, a little bit. <laughs> I could see how you would see that. Um, I, I thought he was, like, your secondary, like, main character, because, like, you know, he's trying to find his brother, he's a cop, he's got a gun, he's another good guy. Yeah. You know? He infiltrates everything. He is actually standing in the room with the VIPs when they get there and are watching the game. And the one old, ugly, fat man Oof. called him over, sat him down, took him to the pleasure room. He was being real handsy. Yeah, it was very interesting, but he knocks him unconscious, which is really funny. After um, he gets a confession. True. And he took off his mask. That's true. So he got his face. He had a lot of evidence he had been collecting up until this point, you know. He found the um, the secret room with all of the files of all of the players. Yep. You know, and then he found out that his brother won, like, years ago. Right. Like, a long time before our current game. Right. And, you know, it makes you wonder, like, okay, where is his brother now? He's not in this game. Right. And he's collecting all this evidence along the way. So he comes up out of the ocean to this island. And he's running through. And of course he gets followed by the guy in the black mask, which seems to be the leader of everybody. Yeah. He's got the cool mask. Yeah. And the cool, like, outfit. Like, all yeah. black. with the, His you know, he just He was just, like... He I radiates wa- boss energy. Yes. Big dick energy. Yeah. Oh, I know they're all Asians, so. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, some can break the stereotype. Not ones I've encountered. <laughs> no. During my research. <laughs> no. It's not fair. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. So he gets caught up on the top of the cliff by that guy, the boss, and the boss takes his masks off. The boss... The boss! Uh, <laughs> the boss! Oh, Mother Russia. Yeah! The boss! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
So he gets caught on the top of the cliff, and the boss guy takes off his mask, and it turns out to be his brother. Yeah, boom. Drop the mic. He doesn't know what to think. Right, that's He's like, crazy. you're the guy who's letting all of these people die organizing this shit? Like... He's a cop. Like, he can't process this. Right. So, he's trying to get his brother to join him. And yeah, he's like, give me the evidence. You know, let's... Right. Uh, we'll let you live. Right. And he wouldn't. And so, he shot him. Which was very sad. And he fell off the cliff and died. That was intense. Because you knew one of them was going to shoot the other one. But you thought it was going to be the cop that you've been following through yeah, this entire time. would kill time. his brother. No. But nah, brother said, sorry dude. Sad. Which I think he might actually be alive, personally. Because if you see where he shot him, he shot him near the shoulder. Yeah. And there was water. It's not like there were rocks under him. True. I've seen Mulan. Ha! I mean, not Mulan, Pocahontas. <laughs> I'm thinking of the avalanche. I'm like the avalanche. <laughs> no, I've seen Pocahontas where she dives from super high up. I know they can take it. You have to hit that water a very specific way to survive a fall like that. Dead weight. <laughs> Jello bones. <laughs> he's just he's flopping into that shit. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Jello bones. It wasn't so much the words, it was what you did with it. <laughs> yeah. Jello bones. <laughs> if only you guys could see this. I animate my action sometimes. <laughs> so, we're finally at the last three for the final game. And when there's the three of them, it was Gihan, Sung Woo, and Saibok. Yep. And they were getting a nice dinner. Yeah. Hella nice food. They had a steak that was a little undercooked for my liking. Oh, that shit was rare as fuck. <laughs> I saw them cut into that and I was like, honey, I'd send that back. That's <laughs> raw. Yeah. <laughs> That's a little too undercooked for me. You see Gi-Hun and Sang-Woo are just fucking housing House food. it down. Cybok? She ate like a little piece of it. I don't blame her. I would have too. To be fair though, she was in pain. Yeah. You know, we saw her pull that fucking shard of glass out in the bathroom when she was getting changed. Like, Well yeah, they made it across the bridge and then the bridge fucking explodes and all of that glass goes everywhere. Each sing- Every single one of them got cut in the face. Yeah. The same exact side, yeah. the same exact way, and that slow motion ass. That was so long, that slow motion <sighs> thing. I was like, bruh, speed it up, I get it. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're getting cut. Right. But s- fucking Cybok took that shit hard. Yeah. They clear their plates and leave only a single knife in front of them. A nice looking knife, though. Yeah. It's a good looking snake knife. To defend themselves, I guess, for the night. And Gihan teams up with Cybok because he knows that Sungwoo is crazy because he pushed the man in front of the glass to get across and it was the wrong glass and he fell and he died. And it was, he was like, that guy is crazy. He's a psychopath. Like, we need to um, kill him or like protect ourselves from him, get through this game. She ends up, like, almost passing out, or she did pass out, I don't know, and he goes to try and get help, and he turns around, and there he is, Sung Woo, standing there with a knife in his hand, and she's just laying on the ground, dead. Slit her throat. Yep. Fucking so sad. I wanted her to at least, like, make it to the final game. I loved <laughs> her so much. Yeah. I loved Cybok. One, she's gorgeous. Yeah. Fucking absolutely gorgeous. And then... I felt her story, you know? Yeah. Her story was the one I liked the most. I didn't really care about Gihan's story. I mean, I love Gihan as a person. I think he's the guy that no matter how down on his luck, will almost always do the right thing. Right. Even with the old man, you know, he weighed his options. 
and he decided, like, an old man with dementia and is gonna die soon. Let's take advantage of that, because he's not gonna do anything with this money. Meanwhile, I have shit that I can do. Right. You know, he's a good guy. I just, um... I was really saddened by her death, but, you know, not everybody's going to make it. Yeah. Yeah, So, obviously, it had to be the showdown between the two friends. And we get to the final game, and it's this squid game from the very opening uh, scene. And you finally, I'm going to be like, yes, they're going to play it, and I can finally understand what the (laughs) fuck it is that they have to do. It's this yeah. weird game. You have to... You start in the middle. There are no rules to the game. And they still have their knives, which I thought was weird. And... Well, they well, dropping that shit. No, but they had their knives before he had said that there are no rules. So I was like... Did you bring your knife? That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it basically was a knife fight. Not yeah. really. Well, but no. kind of. But he leans down to... Uh, he was really smart, though. He leaned down to tie his shoe, and he grabbed a handful of dirt. Yeah. That was smart. Because Jihan is coming to fucking play. Mm-hmm. He was say It was good versus evil in Jihan's mind. Pretty That's much. That's what it was. Yeah. Songwoo was a bad fucking guy who just murdered somebody before your eyes. Does not deserve. He needs to be put down. Yep. You know? And Jihan and Songwoo played this game when they were kids. And Jihan told him he's like you remember when we played as kids I yeah beat you then i'm gonna beat you now mm-hmm. i was like bro he's smack talking like my boy right now about to pop off so i mean it, the game makes sense now you gotta hop you have to get around it's just like start at the top go all the way around and come back to the top uh, yeah, well, well, hopping on one foot. Hopping on one foot on the outside. Yes. Till you get to the circle cheeks to then walk straight across. Yes. And if you make it all the way there, you go back. You go down. Then, oh, then, yeah, you go down you to go, the square. You go down to the square, and then you have to go through it. Yes, but you can use both feet now. Yes. So. Once you've gotten down to the square... Or once, once you've gone once you've across. Got through the circle thing. Okay. That's when you are allowed two feet and you go back down. And then he called something. You're allowed to call something. And then he called it. And they fucking got into it. They got into a big fight in the middle. Well, because this whole time you're on the outside trying to get across. And then once you're at the bottom, once you step inside the square... If you get pushed out, you lose. Yes. And they're fighting in the middle. Hard. Yeah. Like, really hard. Like, bare fisticuffs. It starts raining. Like Fisticuffs? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's how proper gentlemen fight. Okay. <laughs> they fisticuffs. in fisticuffs. Oh, my God. Knives are taken out. Eventually, Gihun gets the upper hand. Yeah. And he has Sangwoo on the ground. And he's got the knife in his fucking hand. And he stabs it right to the side of his head. Because he's a good guy. Right. And by the side of his head, I mean like in the dirt. Yes. Not like into the side <laughs> of his head. No, he didn't kill uh, <laughs> Into his head. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <He's laughs> Wait, hold on, guys. Hold on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I can't do it. I want to stop. And then Sangwoo is like, no, or help my mother, or whatever. He picks the knife up and stabs himself. Oof, right in the jugular. Yeah. Take that, care of my mom. He's still talking with the thing in his neck. I'm like, oh my god. That's ballsy. Yeah. Song Wu got my respect when back he, in that moment. When they were having the knife fight, and he stabbed him through his hand. Ooh. Or when he used his hand to save himself. I'm like, and he's just punching him with the other hand. I'm like, dude, <laughs> stab him. <laughs> just yeah. really open palm, and just stab, yeah. or like backhand him, and just stab him in the face. Yeah, that that shit was funny. I'm sorry, that was really funny. Oh my god. I'm like, bro. Just Get it together. Just took it. So, Gihan finally wins. Yes. And, you know, he wins all of that money to himself. Oh, fuck ton of money. He... It was really sweet what he did with it when it comes to Cybok and taking the brother and giving it to Sung Woo's mother, which 
Why wouldn't he have just taken it? Why wouldn't he have just, like... I would have gotten the boy from the orphanage. I would have bought a nice house. I would have never left again. Never. I would have bought a big enough house. Yeah. To be fair, though, he does not do anything with it for a year. Yeah. Because he's depressed about what happened. And then he meets with the bank, and the bank's like, Hey, man, like, you ain't touching the money, dude. Like, come on, it's yours. You want anything? Right. And he's just like, no, 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 fuck you. I don't want to be here. Right. You brought me out here for this. Fuck you. And he gets this letter. Not a letter. He gets another card. And the card is for him to meet at this address at this time. He shows up, goes up to the floor, doors open. All you see is just a far corner and a light and a person in a bed. He makes his way over there. Who is it? The fucking old man. And, yeah, what drives me crazy about that is that wasn't that big of a shock to me for... I think it's two reasons. One, the old man's death was off screen. Yeah. And two, when the VIPs first got there, you got to see like the head honcho in charge that's there. You get to see the back of his head and what his hair looks like. And then when he reached up to grab the mask, you saw them old wrinkly hands. Well, you paid more attention than I did because I wasn't looking at that stuff. So, for me, I'm like... And that happened in, like, episode five or six. So, uh, that happened, like, the next episode after the old man died. Mm. So, in the bridge episode. And so, when he's laying there in the bed, I'm like, that really is not that big of a shock to me. That and when this first came out, all over Facebook... I kept seeing the same meme. No one had a bigger flex in Squid Game than this character. And it was the old man like this playing fucking fucking red light, green light. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm just like, if he died in marbles, how's that a big flex? You know what I mean? So like everything just kind of... Things gave it away a little bit. Right. If you're paying attention. Yeah, I can't. Well, I I, I did watch it all in one day. Right. And it was relatively close to when it came out. And... There were no spoiler or anything. I didn't right. read any spoilers. I went into it fresh. And I just... I didn't pay attention to the hand or, like, the back of the head thing. I was more like, that's a nice-ass bunny hat. That shit was blinged out. Yeah, it was. I was like, damn, that was good. That went heavy. Oh, yeah. I was like... I was mesmerized. Yeah. To be honest. So I didn't even pay attention to the body. So for me, I was like, Ilma. Right. Like, shock. No. So he wanted to play one more game, and he was explaining to him, like, why he was um, the creator of it. And it was just nuts, I guess, for people who, you know, hadn't seen it before, weren't paying as close attention. Like, it's a really good twist and reveal. Yeah. But thinking back on it, everything makes sense. Like, how he... How an old man literally would have survived any of these games. Yeah. I mean, he did get a lot of luck. You know? The honeycomb one, he was licking. Old man was licking. Third one, tug of war. Got lucky. Not really lucky. Like, he knew... He's play all of these games that's true he does were games that he were he was like master at yeah which is also another giveaway that it was him right when you look back at it those are all games that he played as a kid all games that he was good at so the guy who was narrating in the beginning was him no it was Gihan was it Hmm? it would make more sense if it was him no it was Gihan it'd be a better story if it was him it would be, actually, because then it would be, like, full circle. Right. Like, they told you in the beginning who it was, you just didn't notice. Right. But no, it was Gihan. What was that? Hmm? You can watch the subtitles. It says... 
That says Gihan. Yeah. Oh. So, you know, Gihan ends up winning their little game. It was betting on whether a homeless man would get help. And Gihan bet on the good of humanity, while Ilnam said nobody's going to help him. Right. Because that's what their debate was, essentially. And after this game, Gihan decides he's going to use the money. He gets himself a nice haircut. Yeah. Gets himself a little dye job. Yep. Real red. Fucking crazy color. Very red. Crazy color. Not expecting it. No. And he's about to board a plane to America to go see his daughter. And he decides, I'm going to call him again. Boy, I've never seen somebody's resolve flip so quickly. I know. When he said to him when he was on the phone, just get on the plane already, I'm like, whoa. Yeah, they're fucking watching you. Whoa. Yeah, they know exactly what you're doing at all times. That was crazy. And then he turns around and walks out instead of getting onto the plane. And then credits roll, series is done. Season two, baby. Yeah, I mean, I guess I just hope that they add more games for people to get killed. I saw a theory that they might move the games to another country for season two. Like, because the benefactors, one was from China and some were from America and stuff. That's also true. It would be a whole different set of games. Squid Game... New Zealand. You know, yeah. Like, it would be a whole new set of, like, childhood games from that country. So it changes it up, and we're not seeing the same games again. Because they can only have so many childhood Korean games. Now, would season two not be in Korean? It would probably still be in Korean, but there's a chance that it might be in, like, both like, parts of it are in English, or maybe they'll just move it to, like, China, and the languages are similar. I don't know. But that was just a theory. I thought it was cool, though, because other countries' childhood games. Maybe if they go to America, we'll see some we know. Dodgeball? Get hit by the ball, the ball explodes or something. Oh my god. Fucking kills you instantly. Hit by the ball, and it just kind of, like, spikes out. Yeah. How crazy would that be? Like a landmine. Mm -hmm. But if they catch it, you know, it's good. Yeah. Oof. That would be intense. Yeah, but how would you be able to tell the difference between... Well, it might be just then losing team. Because also in dodgeball, if you catch it, somebody can come in. True. Can't do that if they'll blow up. That's true. Come on in. (laughs) (laughs) I would probably give this series an 8 out of 10. It was good. The kills were great. I love things in different languages, especially like Korean. Like I said, I just love their (laughs) shows. The Japanese shows are great as well. Yes. You know, Allison. Allison Borderland is probably it, well not probably in my opinion Alice in Borderland was better I can see that because Alice in Borderlands has a much more mysterious story yeah you don't really get as much of an answer as get more questions yeah hella more <laughs> questions but in, done in such a better way and the deaths were done other than gunfire yeah, there was gunfire, there was the um, the collars they had for the one game. Yeah, the laser, the... Like, yeah, the thing from the sky. Yeah. Oof. It, yeah, like you said, like, right, more, you probably all now have more questions than answers. Yeah. It, it's just done better. The whole murder mystery aspect mm-hmm. with... Um, also just plunging them into it without knowing anything. Right. No backstory. No instruction. You're in the game. Yeah. That's it. You're in the game. Yep. You picked up a phone, you crossed the line. <laughs> Good, luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. Okay, bye. <laughs> you know? So Fire. it's just, yeah. Fire in the first game. Mm-hmm. That bitch burned. Mm. 
It's fucking crazy. But, uh, you know, Squid Game was good for, like, a good intro and then move on over to Alice in Borderland. Yeah. I, I agree. I don't want to give Squid Game a 10 because there are things that it could work on. It was but too it's pre- really fucking good. But it was so predictable. I in, like, the twists. because Some of the twists, yes. Once he found out... Once the cop found out that his brother won, I instantly knew it was the guy in the black mask. Yes, I figured it was going to be somebody important because why else would they introduce the story element? Oh, he's, like... He's a circle player. Right. You know, he's one of the circle guards. No. He's obviously going to be the big head guy. Because he's the most mysterious one. Right. But overall, for like a whole story, I have to give it at least a nine. The whole overarching story is so good. You learn to love these characters, even their flaws. You accept it. Right. You don't blame them for it because you see like how they grew up and stuff. They talk about like their past and you're just like, I get why you're in that situation you're in. I feel for them. And then, like, Ali was so good. Such yeah. a kind man. And it just, it hits you hard. So, we do have a couple more questions that I got this time that I'm going to rapid fire at you. Okay, I'm prepared. Not really. <laughs> I don't like the pressure. <laughs> if you could star in any of the horror films you've seen, what would it be and why? Oh, hands down, Scream. I just love Scream so much. So you would want to be killed? Oh, no. I'd be Ghostface. No, no, no. Ah. She said starring. I don't think she means as the killer. Oh. Um. Yeah, still Scream. Okay. So you want to be killed by Ghostface. Because Ghostface is fucking wild. That man's bugging. Like, the phone calls, the creepy voices. What was the first horror film you ever saw? The first horror film I ever saw was The Thing. Okay. The original Thing. Okay. No, no, not the black and white one, sorry. The one with Kurt Russell. Okay. That's the one I saw. It's a funny one. Terrified the (laughs) ever-loving fuck out of me. That shit was bonkers like <laughs> you see motherfuckers heads turning into mouths <laughs> and shit like, you don't know who to the trust the defibrillator yeah <laughs> like, you don't know who to trust like bro that might be where my trust issues have stemmed from <laughs> i think the first horror movie i've ever seen was jaws jaws is a good one but to me jaws is not scary it is when you're like 3 years old <laughs> And big ass shark, right? Make you terrified of ever wanting to go to the beach, which is absolutely fine for which was absolutely fine for my family because none of us are beach people. <laughs> yes, if you've met Robert's family, no, they are city I mean, folk. I'm the only one who like enjoys the sun, but not that much. Yeah, which is saying something. Yeah. There's some whiteies in the family. <laughs> Shining bright. <laughs> can see them at night. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but no, you can't, because they're dressed in all black. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we're all dressed in all black. Always. I yeah. I think I wore colored like shorts when we were in the park, but that was like... I had a gray shirt, dark gray shirt, two dark gray shorts... And black shorts. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you went down with? Yeah. (laughs) All of my shirts were black or gray. Which is perfect. And I wasn't that hot. Yeah? It wasn't that hot. It was nice. Do you get any questions? I do. I have a question that I know that we've both been that person. So, uh... Have you ever been with somebody who was in a relationship? Ooh. Um, well, yeah. Been with people who have had significant others, whether they be male or female. Married. Interesting. Separated, but not legally. 
still married. Um, I mean, like, married while watching. Yeah, just very... Lots of... Yes. Lots of people. Yes. <laughs> A wide variety. Yes. <laughs> Any particular stories come to mind? Ooh. Well, I... Oh my god, this was years ago. I was probably like 17, 18. I met this guy on, I didn't think it was Grinder at that point. It was something else that I cannot think of the name of right now. And he was like, come over to my house, but, you know, if you're going to come here, don't wear deodorant, don't wear cologne, don't smoke, don't do anything. Like, I can't have any scent on me because my wife will find it. She has a really good nose. Holy shit. And so I'm like, oh. Number one, wife? (laughs) (laughs) Number two, how big is her nose? (laughs) Oh, no. She's got a schnoz. (laughs) my God. It was a weird... Very weird, semi-stinky experience. I mean, yeah, no deodorant or anything. Mm. What was he planning on doing? Rubbing your armpits all over his body? I had to drive all the way to, like, Red Bank. For my house in Jackson. That wasn't worth it at that point. But you were young. Right. Why not? Right. But, oof. I know I've been in that situation a couple of times also where I was the other man. As you would call them. Okay. The suitor in the night. Oh, the suitor of the night. <laughs> yes, he who come knocketh. Oh, <laughs> knocketh. Wow. Throwing it back old school oh. with the fisticuffs. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucking fisticuffs. <laughs> and um, this one girl, I had met her... While working at Lowe's, and she was a cashier, I was in the flooring department. She was cute, you know. She was fine. I was single. Why not? Okay. And I picked her up from the mall one day because she needed a ride. And she's like, "Oh, we can go back to my house and hang out." You know where that's headed, you know. All right, I I know what's gonna happen, but I'm not acting like it's going to happen because you don't want to misread a situation. But we were sitting there watching a movie and she just goes, all right, do you want to fuck now? Oh. And I was like, my God. Yep. (laughs) I'm already ready. (laughs) Oh Oh my God. So you're sitting there watching the movie hard. She had her head on my lap. Oh. She knew what was coming. Mm. So we start in the living room and then she's like, wait, Let's go to the bedroom in case my mom comes home. Okay, fine. I'm not going to stop unless she comes in. And go in the bedroom. She goes, do you have a condom? I go, of course. (laughs) I was like 20. Always had a condom on me. Okay. Responsible then. Yeah, well, I was younger and not ready for children then. I think I can handle one now. I don't actually think that. Yeah, that's a okay. lie. I can't okay. handle them. Uh. <laughs> but I did have condoms back then. And I think we had sex like three or four times. And I don't remember if I spent the night. I probably did. And the next morning, as I'm leaving, she goes, Okay, that was great. I'll text you next time. But don't text me, because I have a boyfriend. And I was like, oh, fuck. Wow. Did it stop me? No. But did you know that whole time? No. But did you go back for more? Of course. Anthony! Listen. Ah. It was fun. Wow. It was a good fucking time. How many times did you go back? Over six. Wow, you're a scumbag. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Uh, 
Wow. But it was fun. It was string-free. But that poor guy probably had no idea. Well, actually, after I stopped fucking with her, I told this other guy that we worked with, and he hit her up. And he started fucking her, and then her boyfriend found out. Oh. And he was this massive bodybuilder dude. Her boyfriend? Huge. Oh my god. Huge steroids. Giant black dude. And that was the reason I didn't feel bad. She said he had a small dick. Oh. Well, most of those bodybuilder... Uh, not most. I shouldn't say most. Once they start putting testosterone in... Right. It fucks it up. Plus, everything else is already so huge that... She probably couldn't fit anything. You know? She right. can't get between those thighs. Them thighs are iron. Oh, my God. But I didn't feel bad because of that, you know? It doesn't justify it. I should feel bad. I don't. I would do it again. She was a good lay. And... Good lay. <laughs> yeah. Rolling around with the fisticuffs and whatnot. Hell yeah. You know? So I didn't feel bad. But the dude came looking for the other guy. Didn't find out about me, though. Well, that's good. Because <laughs> that boy would have beat my ass. Mm-mm. Alright guys, I think that about wraps it up for this episode. We will be getting back to movies again next week, but I kind of actually like doing TV shows. They are a little bit of a longer episode because there is more to talk about, but there is horror TV out there. I wouldn't mind... And it's usually good. Right. I don't mind every so often. We could do a show, a season here or there, Mm -hmm. whatever. Maybe Scream Queens. Oh, I love Scream Queens. It's a great show. Not the second season. Not the second. First season is the only season worth watching. Yep. Don't even turn on the second one. Nope. Chanel Oberlin is my queen. I love Emma Roberts. Ah, such. Ah, so good. I also love Billy Lord. Yeah, her too. She's gorgeous. Don't forget to follow us at slasher underscore sluts underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Slasher sluts Facebook group. I'm sick and tired of saying the fucking email. It doesn't matter. Nobody gets, nobody sends us fucking email. Keep that <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick and tired of saying it. Nobody sends us anything. <laughs> Fuck all y'all. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Email us, uh, damn it. Somebody sent me an email. I set it up and everything. <laughs> uh. Oh, shit. That was good. Make good life choices. (laughs) Be be good people.